we're nice guys. I believe in this podcast. It's all garbage. Oh, that's nope. why I'm not laughing. Nope. Don't make eye contact with me while you turn me down. Leave it in. This Richard Gear guy is serious. Can you be done with this bit? I wasn't going to kill this guy, <laughs> but I hate Elvis. How's it feel, loser? Do you tap the card for that? You're kind of expected to poop your pants every day. Twinkie who? I'm a little short to be a stormtrooper. Oh. F you, George Lucas. Head cannon. Accepted. And cut. Your sports team is vastly inferior. That simple fact is plainly obvious to see. We're going to kick your collective posterior. Of course, you realize we're speaking figuratively. Our stats are thoroughly impressive. Our coach really has the Midas touch. Our players are fast and strong and brave. And your guys, eh, not so much. Welcome to Me Talking Weird Out to you, our inaugural sports episode. Ew. Yay. <laughs> a very split table on this issue. Rules. There are some rules out there for you guys about this episode we're going to do. This was going to be a different character, and then I got stuck in this one. <laughs> so, don't. So, so like listen. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Is it which, which character? Carl. Hey, I live next door to some fast food. You guys come over and play in my pool sometime, but don't say anything to the honeys. That's or, spot on, dude. Is it? Good. That's, that's pretty spot on. That's great. Okay, so here's some rules. This episode, this is our inaugural sports episode. Each player on the field will be represented by a colored jersey. Come on in and have a seat in the bleachers. There, this episode will be divided into four quarters. The first, the second, the third, and the fourth. In the first quarter, we're going to talk about Weird Al. In the second quarter, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. In the third quarter, we're going to talk about fantasy sports, the ones that don't exist. And in the last quarter, we're going to talk about real sports. What are your favorites? We will have a halftime halfway through. Each quarter will be 50 minutes, and the halftime will be whatever length of time we need it to be. And also for this episode, the food in my fridge is going to cost double the normal. So free times free <laughs> is free. You got it. Sounds like it. <laughs> <It's a laughs> ben, all Sounds just like the slacker that Ben asked. All right, so. I'm a slacker. The players on the field today are, as always, my co-host Adam. Yay. Guys, this is a sports episode. you got to have a little bit more pizzazz. Oh, I thought you were going to add applause yeah, in post. I'm not adding nothing. I don't want to edit this thing at all. I want y'all to be perfect and not say anything racist and not have to think about your answers because I'm not editing bullcrap out of this. Man, I almost said it. Don't do it. Our sound guy, Kyle, is here. Hello. Woo. Yay, Kyle. Woo, Yay. Kyle. Right. We sports. Color commentary. Ben what? Conley. Bit Conley or Bing Conley? That is racist. Why do we call color? Why do we even call you color commentary? Because well, I'm so blind. There needs to be a better word for it. Because it's, it's like collar. Because he painted up. It's never good. It's collared commentary. <laughs> collared com. Yeah. Blue collared commentary. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. Blue collar comedy and, tour. Uh, our correspondent slash actual Weird Al fan like myself is back. Garrett Hale. Woo! As our fourth, ma- fifth man. I'm. You're, he's four. You're five. five. Garrett Hale's back in the house. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, don't take his phone. <laughs> He's cool. Last week I tried to do that, and Kyle took my phone and deleted the app. <laughs> Garrett's cool. I'm not going to do it to his phone. All right, well. And say shout-out to Daniel, because he's currently no. playing some drums somewhere, so he couldn't join no. us tonight. Our not fallen gonna, brother. Not going to do it. Not going to say anything to that chump. He's getting his beat on. He he said that the episode that I wasn't here was the best episode, so now I'm gonna, I'm, I can spit no, it back. No, he said it was the most popular on iTunes. I can spit some harsh game back, because it was the most recent one uploaded. <laughs> I still think it is the most popular No, the most episode. popular one now is... Are you sure? I think currently is our Star Wars Force Awakens episode. Do you have sources to back this up and data? Do I have Force Awakens sources? Force no, sources? Do you have data to back this claim up? I'm not going to sit here and pull out iTunes in front of you. That would be very boring for the listener. Hey, we're entering into quarter one. 15 minutes. 
I'm marking. I have what are we talking time. about? You should get like a. You should get like a whistle. We have Al News. Because we're an Al podcast. A Weird Al podcast. Is it? Is everybody aware of that? Are we going to be is able to go 15 this, minutes on Weird Al? Is it news to? That's the Al news. Is news to anyone that we talk about Weird Al? No, we also got to do listener mail in this quarter. Lovely. The timer is started. 15 now minutes. Started. When it stops, we're going on a Super Bowl tug. All right. So get this. Uh, there's a, another podcast I listen to. It's actually the very first podcast I ever listened to. What? And it was because of Weird Al. Okay. I walked into Ben's room one day. I was watching I said, Fox and the Hound. This was a different day. You were listening to a podcast. What was that? Aloud. You were listening to it like it, the phone was on your dresser and it was just playing into your room. Oh. I was like, what are you listening to? And you said, Nerd Poker. Not the podcast I'm talking about. But I said, what do you mean? And he basically said, it's a podcast where comedians play Dungeons and Dragons. It's a great podcast. I was intrigued. It's over. Do you know oh, that? Yeah, I knew it ended. Not canceled it, but they're on hiatus. Probably never coming back. <laughs> I would there say there's a lot of podcasks that play D and D and just record. This was the best playing. one though because it was comedians. Oh, okay. Brian Posehn, Patton Oswalt, Blanca Patch. Okay. You probably got like maybe people. 25 minutes of actual D and D play. And yeah, the rest of time just... was just comic. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was good. Um, and so I got on my phone, downloaded the iTunes app. I think it might have already been there. Not iTunes, iPod app. That what one I'm looking for. Podcast, podcast, podcast app. app. Thank you. What are we doing? What are we here for? <laughs> We're here to listen to you talk to yourself for an hour. So, uh, to the listener, I have a massive headache, so I'm out of sorts. Had a bad day. Because I had a bad day, everybody. Taking one down and pass it around. 99 bottles of beer. Is that still the no. same song? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so, continue with your story. So, I got to look in and I saw this Comedy Bang Bang one under, it was near the Nerd Poker one on the podcast store. And I got to look in at that because I recognized the name. And I saw Weird Al on there, and so the very first podcast I ever listened to was Weird Al and Paul F. Tompkins and Scott Ackerman. Flash forward to now I am on a podcast, and I love Weird Al still, and uh, I follow everything he does. And that's not that didn't start back then, but started a long time ago. Um, Comedy Bang Bang is now a TV show as well. It's a sort of variety show slash spoof of late night television. Um, and they are on their fourth or fifth season, maybe longer. I think maybe they're in their fourth season. And they're switching up their musician type band leader thing again. They were it was first Reggie Watts. It was Reggie. Then and then it was, it was Kid Cuddy. Yes. Kid Cuddy did twenty episodes, was gonna do more, but then something happened with his contract or something. Um, not his fault. Their new band leader is none other than Weird Al Yankovic. No. Did way. you not hear about this? No. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Do you not follow Weird Al on Instagram? Uh-huh. You gotta get on it, Garrett. Or I missed that post. Or something. He's been posting about. He's been posting it. like shots of his desk, his setup with his keyboards and stuff. So that means he gets to now do the theme song. He gets to have banter with the guests. It's just gonna be so great. It's just gonna be Weird Al a, banter. He 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 started calling it the comedy band Does band. It, oh lord. <laughs> Didn't you mention this about him posting pictures about some show he was joining where he was getting ready for his TV career or something recently? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, you said something about this. No, I didn't say this on podcast yet because this news hit me a few days ago. Oh, I know he was posting like mysterious stuff on Instagram about a show or Gallivant. some kind of acting. That, okay. Gallivant. I, I talked okay. about that last week. Yes. Yeah. So is this entire thing like a podcast exclusive? Well, no, Comedy Bang Bang Podcast broke the news first, but, I mean, I wish. But be great. how many of our listeners listen to Comedy Bang Bang? Well, there's me. <laughs> uh, Taylor. Uh, that's it. Just two of us. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone. If you didn't find out the news from Comedy Bang Bang, Twitter, Instagram, the actual news, Slate, 
BuzzFeed, anybody else that talked about it this week, which was everyone, if you're in the Weird Al circle. Uh, yeah, he's going to be on Comedy <laughs> Then it's band. an exclusive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that hole you're living in. <laughs> but I like my hobbit hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do too. It's nice. It's nice in here. A little hot. It's nice and round. Oh, he's turning the air on. Uh, so, that's great. I love that about Al. Uh, the a- episode of Gallivant he's on is, I think, this upcoming week's. Maybe, I think it's a Sunday show. So, we'll probably, we're recording on Saturday. So, it'll probably come on tomorrow night. But after before this episode's released. So anyway, um, then you can look for him on there. Oh, also, apparently, if what is to be believed what he said, let me start that over. If what he said on Comedy Bang Bang Podcast about the upcoming show is to be believed, after he finishes recording, filming rather, the um, season of Comedy Bang Bang he's going to be on, he's doing another tour. Whoa. He's going to be touring again. So is he here's touring my the thing. U.S.? Hmm? Is he touring the U.S.? Yeah, well, he's gonna. I think he's just gonna do the mandatory tour the same way he did. Hit his big stops, uh, U.S., Canada, uh, 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 Australia, New Zealand area. I don't. I don't know. He didn't really give anything, but yeah, he yeah. said the comedy or he said the mandatory tour was so successful and so big that there's so many people that didn't get to make it because he did sold out shows. So he's gonna do it again. Now is that gonna stop the people from that sold out the first time from doing it again? Probably not. Did he do multiple shows in Nashville? Uh-uh. Not this year. Okay, because uh, he played the Ryman, correct? Mm-hmm. That's Just a pretty night. limited seating place, so I bet there were a lot of people that missed out on that because it oh, sold sure. out. Yeah, makes me wonder: could he not just uh, take the arena, take Bridgestone for the event? Oh, Bridgestone—that's that is really big, though. Seventeen thousand. First people. time I saw him. Maybe one more. The first time I saw him was TPAC, which is the Andrew Jackson Hall. Would you say that's bigger than Ryman? No, Ryman's bigger. It's got like the balcony. Well, so does Ryman. War like Memorial that. would probably be pretty appropriate. That place can really pack in people. Well, now we got the Ascent Amphitheater, which has uh-huh. a lot of great shows coming up, by the way. Um, so yeah. I think they were using part of the amphitheater like as the um, part of the music stuff for the All Star Game going on this week. All Star Game going on. So is it a sports thing? Yeah, it is. You picked the right episode. Ooh, that was really hard. <laughs> Are you okay? really just sock Kyle in the arm? <laughs> I've had a long day, Kyle. Uh, We're going to need an ambulance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really punched him in the wow. arm. Really I think hard. I'm going to have to go call a lawyer. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> I remember one time I was messing with Kyle for something. I think he had had a rough day that day, too. And you punched him? No, he socked me in the arm. I think I made him mad. He, like, hauled off and oh. hit me in the arm. It's so- <laughs> and I was like, wow, Kyle, I was joking around. <laughs> But now you're kind of making me mad. Say so I was got to fight. <laughs> no, I stopped right there. I'm going to punch you so hard. I've been hanging out with roughnecks all day. Actually, to work today. If it makes you feel better. Work. It didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt. Okay. No. He's been working out. So. This, this is true. I haven't been. You're all skin and bones now if you lost that weight. So I'm just afraid yeah, I'm going to break Yeah, but solid you. as a rock. Yeah. Like a, you know, like a skinny rock. I'm heavy as a dwarf. <laughs> Toss me. We don't tell the elf. Right. He's wasted over long. I got a knife. Anyhow. No, I don't have a knife on me. Adam, Adam, while we're talking, is <laughs> deconstructing a PlayStation remote, an early PlayStation remote, I believe, right? Is that for PS1. the first PS1? PS1. It's first generation. Yeah. PS1. Yeah. It's for art. He is literally, like, the mic is pushed a foot from him, and he's using the area on the table in front of him to take apart intricately. He's removing wires from, from circuit boards. Hey. With a knife. He's doing a thing he saw on Pinterest. Oh, on Pinterest? That's cute. You can hang out with my wife later. He's getting about crafty here. <laughs> anyway, so you carry on with that, Adam. But I will need you to come to the mic and sing because we're about to launch on the listener mail. And you're the one with the mailbag, bro. That leads me a question, Dakota. Do you have a Pinterest? I do not. 
better now than Ninjas. You should get, get one. one I, used to, I used to have one a long time, but it is. If a you huge have pants time and you don't know what kind of shirt can match it, <laughs> I don't need help with that. Um, anyway, uh, we have seven minutes left in this quarter, so we've got to move on to listen I look to at Pinterest, but I don't actually like pin stuff. Yeah. Because that doesn't make sense at all. Because that's <laughs> a commitment to Pinterest. You just like yeah. use it and throw it away in the but street. Not, as a graphic designer, like there's most lots of his girlfriends. design stuff on there mm-hmm. to kind of steal. All right, Adam, move the mic closer. It is time for listener mail. Adam, open up that mailbag. Almost, okay. I almost told you to play the train whistle sound effect. Okay. <laughs> a, little, a little early for that. Yep. You've got mail. Mail. Okay. All right, Adam. I understand. I understand. We have a big old news bag today. News bag. Mailbag. God, I'm having an off day. <laughs> mailbag. We have a heavy mailbag today. Let's let's see what we got. Okay, our first letter comes from Tony, and Tony uh, is coming to us from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. Weird Al song. Sure. It's a mm-hmm. barren wasteland. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. But anybody on the street will shave your back for a nickel. Waka waka doo doo yeah. I don't know why we fought so hard for it. What? He's talking about the Mexican War. The Mexican American War? What was it that one? Yeah. They gave it Who's to the us. history buff now, Ninja? They didn't <laughs> give it to <laughs> us. We fought for it. Uh, for 12 pesos. I don't know what's happening. But anyway. <laughs> I don't either. Tony wants to know uh, hey guys, since so today's your big sports uh, episode. I'm just wondering, uh, what type of sports should I get into in high school? This means that Tony follows us on Twitter, because I announced it on there. That Why do we always have it? high school kids right now? He didn't say he was in high school. He asked what we did in high last school. Year was a co- well, last year, last week was a college kid. Oh, I'm just kidding. Boom. So the, the question Talk. is, Tony's asking, what, did we play in high school? Trumpet. Right, he said, what... <laughs> He said, what should he get into? What sport should he play oh. in high school? Yeah, oh, I guess I if see. he played a sport, I guess you could play I see. So he is well, I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead I'm and say, it. yeah, go play hockey. I'm a hockey Can fan. Can you play? Is there hockey teams, like school-sanctioned hockey yes. teams? Yes. Not in Tennessee. Not, Tennessee. Tennessee. Not, in the, Tennessee. not in the borough, there's not, but a lot of the, I was too busy chasing the uh, down women. high school. <laughs> with, with Nashville getting the hockey team and getting popular, a lot of the... High schools are starting to put on their own uh, you mean, teams. You mean stalking women? That's what you mean by chasing them down. Chasing them down. Well, stalking sports them. T-shirts they would run. Killing them, putting them in the crawl space. I mean, it's all the same. Sports are for people who need help picking up women. I think we need to And do, instruments, apparently. Yes. <laughs> we need to look beyond the question here, guys. So Just do some curls, and then you'll be able to lift women. Cheerleading. There it is. Uh, this is my answer, and we're running out of time in this quarter, so I'm going to say Cheerleading. Fences. Oh, by the way, I didn't announce this at the beginning. Everybody has a has one timeout they can use at any point. There's not one timeout per half, so don't even try that. You have one timeout. It extends any uh, conversation by two minutes, so I will stop the clock for two minutes, and we can keep on a subject. So keep that in mind. And if you want to know, how here's much the question: How are you going to how hmm? you going time two minutes? He's going to. We got thirty seconds. I'm going to say, <laughs> chess. It's not a sport, but it is interesting. <laughs> That's so stupid. Don't. Tony, don't join no, the chess club. I'm you won't get a girl. cheerleading because you always see the male cheerleader and, and at face and value, butts. at face value, like male cheerleader. Come on! But Second now, D. as a society, we've moved past that to where like we don't go, "Hey, look at that queer being a cheerleader." More like queer leader. Remember those days? Nope. That okay. still happens anyway. around here, especially <laughs> in the rural mean? areas. Uh, You're that guy going. Am I right? Am I right, guys? High five. By the way, I don't feel that way. I throw that word around, but hey, good high five. Uh, but I don't feel that way, so don't take that. Uh, don't get offended by that. Um, the cheer, the male cheerleader, I think, 
if if what you say is true, Garrett, we're coming at this from a picking up chicks sort of way, which seems to be the goal of every person that writes in. Um, male cheerleader, he's out there with them. And he's a shoulder that they can come to during their practice and like, I got this huge drama with Becky and I don't know who to turn to. Well, here comes Tony, muscular male cheerleader. <laughs> so whip it into shape, Tony. Put on those breakaway pants and get out there on the field. Whip it. Whip it real good. Yep. Dun, 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 Everybody agree dun, dun, dun. with me? Is that a good answer? That's I guess. An okay. Whip, whip it out and whip it good. So we've got... we got two we, minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> so what we've else got, we got in the mailbag? Hmm? They didn't oh. answer, though. I don't want an answer. I wanted everybody to agree with me. Okay, what do you <laughs> got for your answer? <laughs> I was saying, I've already answered. Hockey, oh. chess. Yeah. Fencing. Fencing. Ooh, that'd be Future, fun. Futuristic sport preparation. Because mm. mm-hmm. oh. we're going to eventually get to the day where we're swashbuckling Lightsab- in what? front of people. <laughs> that, sounds co- that sounds actually the backwards. I was going to say lightsabers. <laughs> Yeah, you don't think we're what is Star Wars, but pa- space pirates <laughs> and space we're wizards? The day where we have lightsaber clubs. Oh, we already have lightsabers. <laughs> it's just a matter of putting lightsaber it. Clubs? No, lightsaber like organizations is the club, not clubs as in a Guilds. pummeling object. Guild is the word you're looking for. <laughs> lightsaber guild, lightsaber garrisons, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett. So what you're saying this is this is what LARPing is preparing <laughs> us for, guys. Oh gosh, LARPing. Here we go. This is is this your famous LARPing soapbox again? Come on, yes. <laughs> LARPing is horrible. I will vehemently defend vehemently? my LARPing Good stance. Word. No, it's a great word. I thought it was vehemently. Was it vehemently? Depending on your accent. Sounds like Adam's got an answer queued up for us. Huh? Adam? Well, anyway. What kind of sport? Also in the... Oh, are we still doing sports? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Oh, uh... Say an answer and we can move on if you want. On the mic. Baseball. <laughs> All right, baseball it is. Moving on. We have an out. We have a minute 20 left in this quarter. I don't All right, like this I also role. have a package. Ooh, package. Much like this song comes from the land down under. Ooh, perfect. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. From Ben Johnson. <laughs> All right. Somebody, I could really use some Vegemite right now. Let me take some video of this. This is going on the YouTube. All right. Mm, Vegemite. Take, is Vegemite Australian? I thought it was Canadian. No, I'll take it. Australian. Hold on. Uh, let me get my video started. All right. I'm using my timeout because this right. has to This has to move over. So, ah, pause. Let me use a video of this actually playing the flute. Ooh, this guy has a knife. Turn it sideways, bro. No, nice. good guy. Be sure you don't punch Kyle with your knife hand. Wait, stop it. Then turn it sideways. Then hit play because you're going to mess up your video otherwise. All right, so we have this package from Ben Johnson. This is all on YouTube. So welcome to the podcast, YouTube. If you've been sitting on our YouTube waiting for an episode this whole time, props to you. Boop, that came over really easy. I did not need your knife. Apparently Adam's already been in this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this right here. This says, Ben Johnson. I'm not going to give away his. Nope, don't show that on there. <laughs> don't show that one either. We're not going to give Adam or his away. But look at this postage. Look at this guy paid to send this to us. $21.10. This dude's dedicated. That's way more money than I put in this All podcast. Right. Let's see what's in this tube. <laughs> Who's excited? Open the tube. No one? Okay, great, good. Look at this. We got some sort of paper object. Here you go. Oh, thanks. All right, I'm, I'm doing kind of... Oh, look at that. Oh, it's a printout of our... Oh, look, it's Tony. Oh, nice. Holy cow. He has printed out our... Our, um... Podcast cover, the Me Talking Weird Out of You cover, and it is signed by Weird Al and Steve J. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. That's definitely being framed. The bass, yeah. or the uh, guitarist. You gotta frame this up. Oh no, I'm sorry, bassist. I got it wrong twice in a row. The bassist for Weird Al's band. That is, that is fantastic. Uh, ben, you are you are a true hero. Put Look it at that. Yeah, yeah, put it in the tube. We're gonna frame that and hang that up here. Ben, I'll I let you it. take care of that. 
That is awesome. So that is this is a good mailbag. What do y'all think? Excellent. Everybody, everybody. And that excited. means we do have proof. Hey, that he, we do have proof that he knows about our podcast. Exactly, because you signed right there where it said it. So now, Ben so Johnson now, coming through feel? for the podcast. Yeah. So is the music still like okay? <laughs> music still playing. That's actually like it. pretty cool. That's their national anthem. This is respect. All right, with 48 seconds left, my two-minute timeout is over. So in the last 48 seconds of quarter one, I'm going to say this episode is dedicated to Joe Early for a special reason. Apparently, he was he is a friend of Al's, has been for a very, very long time, um, even thanks, Adam, <laughs> um, up to the point that he played on stage with Al back in the early days, and he is currently working on maybe setting us up. I don't know. Maybe that's too much of a spoiler. I'm going to see how this works out. But Joe Early on Twitter, I think it's at Joe Early or at Joseph Early. Um, look him up. He's a, he's un, he's following us on there. So go on Twitter. Look this guy up. Give him a support because he's supporting us. 15 seconds left in this quarter. Anything else? Anybody have left anything to say about Balls, weird? boobs, butts. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Five, four, three. I missed the two, one. And that is the end. Oh, let me turn up my alarm. Oh, it went off. The, the volume thing, it went off. Okay. Everybody knows. In good faith. Quarter one's over. That alarm went off. Yep. Yep. We probably. We'll add it in post. That was a 15 minute quarter one. Quarter two. You didn't tell me to close the mailbag. Oh, shoot. We'll close in the next quarter. All right. <laughs> quarter two. Now tell me to close it. Close the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Adam, there's a roof in the mailbag. The music's still leaking out. Hurry, slow it up, slow it up. Oh god, this is gonna play forever. Take it out of the room! Take it out of the room! Oh, hold on! It burns! Oh god! Oh god! Oh, god. Oh, there we go! Ah, I'm running! You got ah. Somebody help! Oh, a lot of blood on the table. So, what's quarter, Adam two, the what's quarter two consistent? This of? is quarter two starting right now. 15 minutes. Super Bowl speculation. What um, is? Broncos are going to win. Bowl, Super Bowl or Super Plate? I don't know. These are the questions on the table. So, we have Denver Broncos. There are neither bowls or plates on the table. The horse people versus Carolina? Panthers. Panthers. North Carolina? It's the Carolinas as a whole. Oh, that's very nice of them. All right. All right. Now I know what I'm going for. <laughs> kind of going Which for, is I'm, crazy because down in San, or, uh, in California, they can have their about to have two football teams out of Los Angeles. You know, last night we were eating out after watching a play, and the basketball screen said L.A. versus L.A. Yep. I was like, what That's do you exact, mean? It's looking like they could potentially happen between the Rams and the Chargers. Two, <laughs> L, two Los Angeles teams sharing a football stadium. Wow. What about these Ra- – oh, that's what you are talking about? <laughs> what do you think we're talking about? While you two were talking about football, you said you're talking about eating out. <laughs> Me and Adam, and Ben, oh, Adam, wow. and I all turned toward each other and winked. <laughs> Nothing else happened. Oh, gosh. Y'all just kept talking. Now, I have no idea where we're at. <laughs> but that's good because I don't like football anyway. You weren't even talking about football. No, that's great. Quarter two. Football. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to wrap quarter two up a little early. Okay, out. so um, in three minutes. Explain the game of football. Well, a bunch of grown men yes, running good. five feet, taking a breather, passing out, throwing a ball. Uh, hold on, Kyle. What's Mr. Oh, I love hockey. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> hockey was a dick and be in your mouth right much, now. Much more dangerous. We need a football. non-biased view of it that doesn't have, like, one that doesn't have to go through a hockey fan filter first. Here we go. 
Alright, welcome back to the game, everybody. This is John Madden. Hey, now that was a touchdown pass. Now, we're going to get in here where we have the horse team playing the, the big cats. And you know how it goes down when they're out there on the field with them sweaty, sweaty pants they're wearing. Now, I'm going to turn it over to Al. Michaels. Al Michaels. Ooh, I got the first name right. Weird Al Michaels is out there on the field. <laughs> That's a matchup I want to see. And, uh, Al, what are we doing out there? Why are you on the field? Aren't you usually in the booth? <laughs> Great. Well, Al's mic is working, and Norman's going to step up to the plate and join me on this. TK421, why are you not at your post? God. Of course he takes it Star Wars. Now I'm upset. So anyway, football, an American tradition. Yeah. It's loosely based. What came first, soccer it's, or it's football? It's based off rugby. Ru is it really? Mm -hmm. I thought it was based more off soccer. It's no. like, it's, Tell it's, me about it's, rugby. No, don't, don't, don't. Save that for the last one because one of our fans said that rugby is his favorite sport. So that's actually a quarter four topic. So we'll talk about rugby later. But I do want to know more about it. So anyway, Super Bowl. Yep. Who's excited? Eh. Me. I mean, we're going to eat and stuff, so that's cool. I'm more excited for Chicken. the commercials. I think yeah. the commercials will be better. a professional opinion on this. And that's why I have at my disposal the one and only black guy. So now it's time for is our fav a fan favorite segment. Time for that segment again? It is time for Ask a Black Guy. Oh, wow. Woo. Roll that beautiful bean footage. No. Do we have to pay to say that? Roll that we beautiful bean footage. We have to pay Bush's big. I don't know. We say all kinds of. You just play the NFL theme. <laughs> all right, I'm calling resident bl resident black person. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Wait, that's not how I wanted to start this conversation. Hey, man, how's it going? Good, good, good. Hey, we're in the middle of Super Bowl talk. Now I understand right. that you are a, sp a fan of sports? Oh, he was a fan of sports, of course. Okay, if you had to pick a sport, what would it be? Any sport? Football. Okay, good, good. Then we... I, I play football, I love football. Great, we picked the right person. So, now, I want to know, Denver Broncos or Carolina Panthers? But here's my guess. Because Charlotte, where the, Bron where the Panthers are based out of, is inherently a black city... Am I wrong in assuming? Uh, is that too far? Yeah, probably. So you're saying just because they're black, I'm automatically going to go for them? Like, because it's a black city? I think it's black people on both teams. Yeah, I'm sorry. I stepped way over the line, man. I apologize. I, I, I mean, of course. I mean, no, so I'm you're totally going for the Black Panthers. I call them the Black Panthers. <laughs> Dang. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, woo. yeah, I'm going for the Black Panthers, and I told them on Cam Newton to dab on them. I'm okay. raising my fist in. You probably have no idea what dabbing yes. is. What I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what dabbing is. Is that I, like when you only get a little bit of paint on your brush before you put it on the canvas? No, 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 no. Dabbing is what you do to. Yeah, I can't. I can't explain it, but it, it, it's a dab, and you're white, so I'm not wrong in assuming you probably can't dab. Hey, you're right about that, my man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you drunk? Hey, did I catch you when you were drunk? Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. Okay, so football's favorite sport, and you're going for the Panthers. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, I didn't say I'm drinking a man's drink. I'm drinking Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Yeah. A Tennessee tradition. Straight. Straight. Yeah, Tennessee tradition for sure. Mm, okay, well, that's cool. Uh, it was good having you on the podcast again. Everyone has been awaiting your triumphant return and the return of the Ask a Black Guy segment. So it was good to actually hear your voice. Um, hmm? I think this is probably going to be my last one because I think that you guys are pretty racist. I just want everyone listening to know that I'm the only guy that has never been in studio. Everybody else is in a studio right now. I get called on my cricket phone. 
<laughs> I had to give you a burn. You used man. to call me on my cricket phone. Yeah, uh, I, I don't get to come to the studio. Uh, and, and then I must tell it that when you did invite me, you told me to come to the back, so I refuse. <laughs> Taz, I mean, come on, man. It's not anything like that. I mean, I just, you know, I didn't want to scare off the other guys. Oh, okay. So, it's like one of the other guys, huh? Cool. Yeah, just like a, just like a white guy. I could be president at this rate. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe next time. How's that sound? All right, well, that's been our time for Ask a Black Guy. Anything you want to say on the way out? Peace, love, and hair grease. Peace, love, and hair grease. All right, bye, Taz. All right, see y'all, Bye, Did he say, see y'all? Did he say, see y'all, I'm black? Yeah, end? probably. Okay. Let's just, the, let's just <laughs> say we added, we added the caveat that we would invite him, but we're never actually going to invite him on. That sounds good. In studio. I like that. I, thought, I wouldn't feel safe. I honestly thought I offended him. So, all right, eight this minutes is Kyle's left. home, Dakota. <laughs> eight minutes left in this quarter. So, <clears throat> I want to know now: what is the appeal of American football versus other sports? Why of of, of the? And I'm looking at Kyle. Um, I mean, whew, that is not Kyle. I'm looking at Adam. Wow. I'm looking at Garrett because you have hockey filter, Kyle, and Ben. I don't think I like sports either. There, there's a sport. What wow. Is, what is this sport? We what is this sport ball you speak of? Well, I hate the like the prejudice you're having towards me right now. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. You. This is your explanation of football earlier. Well, you got a bunch of ding dongs running down the grass, and and hockey's better. And Touching I just think touchdown and field goal. Hockey's better. That's what you. That's almost verbatim that's what you said. Pretty much. Play back the tape. Let's get an instant replay. Oh, we have an instant replay. Wow. <laughs> where's it at? Hey guys, I'm Kyle. I just want you to know hockey's great and football sucks. The end. <laughs> And that was our instant replay. <laughs> I'm impressed by that. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't know we had that technology, I did didn't. <laughs> Can we roll that back and listen to it one more time? Yeah. Hey, guys, it's Kyle, and I just want you to know hockey's great and football sucks. The end. That was great. Wasn't it good? I think we should do it sounds, one more time. Sounds the same do it every one more time. time. <laughs> All right, here we go. Play it back one more time. Hey, guys, it's Kyle, and I think that fo- hockey's great and football sucks. And the end. Oh. Wow. <laughs> It's like I'm hearing it for the first time every time. <laughs> every time you try that, it, you get closer and closer try to John what? Lennon. Try what? Rewinding? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> try what? Building this fourth wall? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> All right, so football. Explain the appeal. You're down to like five minutes because we got sidetracked. Six minutes. Explain the appeal compared to what? Other sports. Explain why uh, 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 to a guy, uh, uh, pretend like an alien, came down from outer space and after everybody got acclimated to him being here and he learned not to judge our culture and destroy us he decided to get into our ways to sell him on America instead of, instead of explaining football to you and why football is so good or comparing it to another sport let me just go into why sports are good in general okay because I don't like comparing one you can be a fan of one or a fan of the other but essentially they all hearken to the same themes and all touch on the same part of the psyche and the soul, if you will, of every individual that likes one over the other. So comparing the two, it's kind of point. So you can become a sports fan and then choose your pick your poison. Sure. Okay. Me, I'm more of a fan of sport. So I enjoy hockey, I enjoy football, I enjoy baseball. Uh, and I don't even have a particular favorite team. I'll root for teams uh, that are local or teams that uh, that I grew up rooting for. Uh, when I was a kid and stuff like that. But I mostly just enjoy sport. 
uh, just watching a football game as opposed to just one team's thing or whatever. Uh, but sports offer a couple of different things uh, to the individual. Okay. One, it offers a sense of community. You can go to a place with other people, most of which you've never met before and probably won't see again after this game unless they're season ticket holders or whatever. Uh, but because you're unified together and the under idea... a common purpose. Yes, you're unified together under a common goal. Hey, uh, good sports pun. Right. <laughs> uh, you uh, unite together, and essentially for the three hours or so that that sporting event goes on, you've just made 10 or 20 new friends that you didn't know you had. Uh <laughs> So it's like when you go to a Dungeons and Dragons it's tournament. Nothing like that. And you're all there for Dungeons and Dragons, but you've never met this guy before. He smells like B.O., but now he's your new friend. His name is Dungeons and Dragons tournaments. And he wants to sleep on your couch. <laughs> yeah, do D tournaments? Oh, I said wrong. I meant Pokemon. But sports also offer uh the unique chance to see uh what lifelong fulfillment is. Or uh, I should say sports just by watching them are the outward representation of personal inner greatness. What I mean by that is attributes, human attributes you can cultivate and sculpt and be the best at. Sure. You're watching a group of people who've trained their entire lives for one specific purpose. And that purpose is to get that ball in that direction of the field or to get the puck in that goal as quick as they can. So on and so forth. They've dedicated endless hours. Punch that guy in the face as hard as they possibly can. Exactly. Hmm. To accomplish this one thing and to see people do it on an exceedingly good level. You're watching Dedication Incarnate. Absolutely. Wow. What can happen when you've 100% given yourself up to an idea? And that idea is sport. The appeal behind football and other arena sports is it goes back to um, like the Greek... And the Roman Colosseum, when you're in a giant atmosphere with tens of thousands of people staring down at competition. So if you look at evolution of sport and across time, it really goes back to the Roman Colosseum where you had one-on-one pitted against each other trying to murder the other person. Obviously, that's not accepted in this culture nowadays. So the rules have changed a little. Only a little. <laughs> I don't think murder is accepted in most cultures. In most cultures. But... As far as sports go, this is the way that we harness that inner hostility towards each other by using strategy and attacking other people with controlled chaos. Hmm. And thirdly, I'll say thirdly, uh, sports offer great narrative. Two-minute warning. That's fine. Name, why does the movie Rocky so good? Because it's the story of a person who has nothing who gets a chance to become something. Which is the story of a lot of people playing football, honestly. Sure, any sport, really. Yeah. But and what is that essentially? That is the essential it's of the, every great story. It's the American dream. It's, it's the essential basis of every great story ever told. Wow. Even, uh, even if you want to go biblical, into every great biblical story... The story of a person who is ordinary and has nothing to eventually overcome and get the chance to become something. Uh, and you can watch these on Netflix. 
these documentaries, and they'll really suck you into the what I mean by the story of sports. Uh, ESPN has documentaries called Thirty for Thirty documentaries. Okay, and you can see some of the greatest stories about sports. Uh, or stories about how sports kind of touch lives, but not directly. Uh, it's inspiration. Yeah, it and some of the way they tell those stories are incredible, and it's done through sports. And uh, I would encourage two of them that I would recommend anybody see real quick. Watch uh, Four Days in Boston uh, about the Boston Red Sox. Thirty seconds. Two thousand four. Uh, no, two thousand five. Maybe four or five. And then there's one, it's a shorter one, uh, but it's about the first pitch being thrown out at Yankee Stadium uh, in the first game of the World Series at Yankee Stadium uh, in 2001 after 9-11. Wow. Using my timeout. So, oh, timeout. Garrett has called timeout on the play at seven seconds. You have two minutes and seven seconds. <laughs> two minutes, seven seconds. Okay, so sexons. So let's let's all spend, need. Let's spend all, all two need. two minutes That's talking all about I sex. Sex. <laughs> now go ahead. Sports. Um, what are they? The idea that Adam was trying to explain behind, like how you go from being somebody who has nothing and giving them a shot. It's sports are that. And that's what makes them relatable. Is if you're watching, um, I don't know. Like let take the example Rocky. Somebody could watch that and say. I could do that myself if I had that same kind of dedication and w- commitment. And so that's it's a drive in all of us to want to pull the the best out of each individual. And so when you're watching anything, I mean even it even comes down to like professional wrestling where they can convince you that, you know, what's going on the stage is real but it's not. Right. It's it's trying to strive to be the best you possibly can. And even when you look at what the story of Rocky is based on, I forget the name of the gentleman who did it, but Sylvester Stallone was in Las Vegas watching a fight, a Muhammad Ali fight. It was later in Ali's career, uh, but this was a fight that was supposed to It was supposed to be just a... The guy was a bum, and Ali kind of threw him a favor, like, yeah, sure, you can be in the ring with Ali if you want or whatever. The guy was nobody, and... Uh, uh, and the fight was going on, and it, it ended how you expected. This guy lost. He wasn't going to beat Muhammad Ali. He couldn't get out of here. But for a moment, Ali got cocky and wasn't watching what he's doing, and this dude clocked Ali as hard as he could, and Muhammad Ali went down on the mat. Now, how many people can say that ever did that? Knocked Muhammad Ali down. Maybe four. Right. Okay? And this guy is one of them. A nobody who people can't even remember his name. But he can say, I think he's dead now. But in his lifetime, so he, he can say, say, I'm one of four people that knocked the greatest down on the floor. What would he say if he were alive today? Probably the same thing. Help, help, get me out of this box. I can't breathe. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wow. line I stole from UHF, Weird Al's movie. We're Guys, so I, your, t- your two minutes is about up, and then I'm going to restart. The, I'm going to start the clock back over. Not we have half time. And then we'll be at halftime. But I want to say, I think both of you did a really good job conveying it. I had never thought about any of the aspects you brought to it. I just thought about nuts dressed in all of one color or two and going crazy and drinking beer. I thought it was just, honestly thought it was just an excuse even, for people to drink beer. Even, yeah, that's well, true, too. <laughs> even if you're not 
in the sport yourself, another thing humans strive is com- camaraderie. Mm. So when you're in that arena in person, or even if you're in the safety of your own home, it's awesome rooting and celebrating something as a joined unit. That's why they're rooting they're, for. That's science. why on television, when you're watching it, the shots of fans in the stadiums appeals to you as a person right. at home. You're like, that's well, me essentially. And another thing that's fun, but is without ticket at, money, <laughs> right? Another thing that's fun is if you look at the teams on the field and you try and relate it to another struggle, like to uh, like a Star Wars fan. Peyton Manning for the Super Bowl for me is uh, Luke Skywalker, oh, and God. Cam Newton is a giant rancor. <laughs> oh God, that was a great way for the second quarter to end. Halftime. You guys did a good job. Dun, dun, on this dun, last dun. one, I think I might be a sports fan now. It is halftime, and during halftime, we are going to enjoy the stylings of Coldplay this year. Old Coldplay. I'm excited Cold. for that. Cold. Cold. Did I say it wrong? No, you There's not very many ways you can say Coldplay. <laughs> I've asked this earlier, um, but who's joining Coldplay this year? Is it, uh, I've heard does there have to be? They There's normally have co-performers. Have like You're right. Yeah, yeah I think it's Beyonce. Like it's Bruno joining. Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Which was really good. It was great. I liked it. Yes, um, it was. I enjoyed Coldplay, but unfortunately, I'm afraid, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to make this sound hipsterly at all, so just bear with me. I'm afraid they're going to play a lot of new stuff when their old stuff is like a lot better. I don't think they will. They'll probably stick to what people I think know. They'll, they'll definitely play their new single. I uh, think they're probably going to play Adventure Paradise. Adventure of a Lifetime or something like that. Huh? Adventure of a Lifetime. Yeah, where's this Where's this year's Super Bowl going to be? Have they not figured out? Can some, is they, it Googleable uh, yet? It's next week. Yeah, they figured out. Okay. Where it's I mean, be. have they not announced it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I just don't know. People have to buy tickets. That's true. That's true. You're right. People want to go to this thing. Um, so I wonder if that will set the tone for what they play because I'm thinking they've got to play Paradise. It's huge and it's a, and anthemic. You know. Um, I also will say that they'll probably play Birds. Birds go fly. Or Where's it at, Garrett? Sweet sounds the name of that song. We only got 15 yeah. minutes. Uh, I did not know that. Um, Tanya, the receptionist, is running in the room right now and screaming. the The Super Bowl is being played at about Tanya. NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. So the Texans, this Texans stadium. Yes. Okay. I assume that's who's in Houston, right? The te- Houston Texans. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You say so, the Oilers, but so now they're, they're going to the play Titans. their famous hit. The, the Houston Texas. Longhorns. The yes. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it right now because you can, I, I can call it. I can call these. Say, <laughs> I can call these teams anything. And you and all I would say right. <laughs> sure. Ah, uh, the Houston Carolinas. <laughs> um, the Houston so Barbecue I have smokers. three questions. The first one was: Is Coldplay a good choice, and what are they going to play? And I think we kind of discussed that. We can talk about it more. Who is your ideal pick for a halftime show? And then I'll do the third one in a second. So you mean besides we are now? Come on. Don't spoil, I can tell you. don't spoil where we're going with this. I would say Foo Fighters. Oh, my God. Foo Fighters oh, would, be, that would be That would be yeah, pretty Everybody phenomenal. at the table agrees. And, and you really would not need to bring any other artist nope. in. That just I would hope that they wouldn't. Fighters. Exactly. Dave Matthews Band. You can leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's come disagree with that one. I would say it would be a good fit, though. Yeah. a lot of douchebags at these kind of things. And if you <laughs> want to appeal, if kids. you want to appeal to a wide variety across the nation, you know, DMB would do that. Mm-hmm. So now you've gotten one like a nickname basis. DMB. I'm just kidding. I know him personally. Um, one of my favorites, and it was the night that the lights went out in Georgia, was Beyonce. Really, I didn't like Beyonce. I thought she did so she, well. I didn't think she did well. That's the night that the lights went out at the Super Bowl. Wasn't that the year that they had the blackout? No. I don't know. That was the that was the Niners Ravens Super Bowl, and I don't Who know which the, one that was. I think it was Beyonce. Because I think I remember where I was watching it. 
Did you enjoy Katy Perry's last year with the yep. Left Shark? So over the past ten years, the Super Bowl performers, like headliners, I mean, this isn't like the co-performers. It's been Beyonce. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Last year was Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Two years ago was Bruno Mars. Beyonce was 2013. Madonna 2012. 2011. Black Eyed Peas, Usher, and Slash. That one was, that was horrible. That was a bad oh, show. Goodness. 2010 was The Who. That was great. Yeah, I enjoyed The Who. Pete Townsend was fantastic. Who? 2009, Bruce Springsteen. Who? 2008, Tom Petty. 2007, Prince. 2006, oh, Rolling Stones. I Prince. And we can keep going back. Uh, Paul McCartney, Janet Jackson, Shania Twain, U2. And before that, they actually had themed shows. So in 2001, they actually had a Kings of Rock and Pop show. Oh. Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. And then if you keep tracing history, it's just... I remember they had a blues-themed one that was like Ray Charles and... The Blues Brothers. So they used to do like a blowout thing, and now they're doing they're in singular artists uh, yes. for the most part. They don't have themed shows anymore. What was the very first halftime performance? I it, mean, there's always been a halftime, but when did they start throwing performances in there? 1967. Okay. The University of Arizona and let's, Grambling State marching band. I was about to say. I was about to say let's guess, but it, I was then I thought, yeah, it's probably going to be a band. That's so. come a long way from a marching band to well top bill performances. 2007. Prince performed with a mar- with Texas A and M marching band. Nice. The Super Bowl's only. I, I heard not- that the Prince one was excellent. Well, I bet that sounded good. If we get if we start going into our favorite Super Bowl performances, mine is Prince. Hmm. I'm a big Prince fan, and for them to fill the stadium with Purple Rain <coughs> is is yeah. pretty crazy. Uh, what I remember uh, these kids they are they were kids at the time uh, saw the Super Bowl. That halftime show, and they're just like, oh, Prince was awful. I think it's really like 10. Okay, whatever. 10 like, year olds? Huh? 10 year olds? Yeah. And there's like, oh, Prince was awful. He was doing all this stuff. He looks really. This is when the <laughs> the word gay was acceptable, right? So they're just like, he was so gay, wearing all these like girly shirts and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, guys. He's Prince. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is before your time. This is Prince. <laughs> All right. Prince can do whatever he might wants be, and get away with it. Might be the least gay person. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the definition of micro mini pin. Every Take a wild pin. guess what he was doing right before he came out on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hair and makeup in a cocaine orgy. <laughs> right. oh. An NFL funded cocaine orgy. <laughs> That's what I meant. These are my demands. Those were his terms, <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of friends. This is my writer. Uh, if you ever get a chance, listen to, uh, this is on YouTube, but it's uh, uh, Kevin Smith. Talking about the story giraffe. about Prince. The baby giraffe. It's so fun. Yeah. I think you've talked about that on, on the podcast, but it is good. You know, you're talking about the halftime show. I like looking at it from a technical aspect of yeah. how just spot on they are. Like, you got to wonder, before that, you know, the journal, especially with Katy Perry's last year when they were constantly you know she's doing costume, costume changes, changes and the scenes were changing yeah. you gotta wonder how often they practice that and how quickly they practice to get it set up and tore down within like minutes that was another fallacy was with the year that the black eyed peas did it because not only what did it just sound bad and not on the sound quality part but just it wasn't good um but parts of the state they were on a stage that was lit in different sectors and part of it went out i think there's some miscoordination between slash and maybe fergie that's the one right yeah, that's the theme. So I think that year was just not a good show, even from a technical aspect. But uh, live and learn, I guess. How um, did we let the Black Eyed Peas become so big that year? I don't know. How are we going to let Donald Trump become president? We're a weird country. <laughs> this is football, not politics. I was just saying. 
The it's same. equivalent. I was just, I was just saying, it's, it's the, same the country, the, w- there's a lot of stupid people, is the answer. Okay. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, um, who, oh, I, I asked that. So you say Foo Fighters. Anybody have a better one? Or do we think Foo Fighters? Yeah, it's a tough one to beat. I don't know. It really is. He kind of took the took the ball and ran well, with and it. Well, and they've all read, I just now read off a list of probably some of the greatest performance, <laughs> right. sports, uh, classic Minnesota. rock monsters across time. Like, I had thought, man, I really wish they would go back and do this artist, but they've already performed. I could see Yeezy performed. doing it. Yeah. And maybe teaming up with like Rihanna or Paul McCartney. Did you say? Yeah. Kanye West. Sorry, to put in a layman's for the nerds. Oh, table. gosh. Man. Kanye West. I knew who you were talking about. You're the biggest nerd out of all of them. That is not true. Yeah. Ben, true. ben weighs more than sure. I do. You actually yeah. said that. I think the Black Keys could probably do a, a decent uh, halftime show. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm like them either, but them. they seem like a fit for it. Well, I mean, look at modern day rock that is like popular, that is they appeal, the face of mass appeal. Head. Yeah. There isn't any. Um, that's that's true. Fighters I mean, that, is, that is true. Yeah, that's why Foo Fighters is the truth. Yeah, start listing off bands that are like actual rock bands that are popular now. Nickelback. <laughs> there you go. All right, there we go. That's we, the we dream found halftime it. show. Better than Foo Fighters. <laughs> All right, we can, just, we, we can just we can just table this here, right? I mean, nobody's going to talk that. <laughs> I like when they score the gold. <laughs> I threw a stand line. That team's wearing red. <laughs> I, no, that's a good one, too. I threw a stand in line at the ticket booth. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Um, last thing I want to talk about about halftime, unless, Adam, did you have some? You sound like you're Oh, we all just want to be football stars. For as long as there's been entertainers at doing this halftime show, there has been fans wanting Weird Al to be the one to do it. I think it's a good fit, personally. There have been petitions upon petitions and signatures, and I don't think those things actually change the face of the or the minds of the people behind stuff like this. But sign the petition if you want. I'll sign it a million times over it takes, but I don't think that's what's going to change it. Do you think, and would you even want, Weird Al to ever do the halftime show? I think he should. Here are it's my a terms. Great fit. If it's Weird Al. Oh, Garrett's got terms. He's got to do relevant music. Some Terminix. He has to. Or he has to do music where he's got. Actually, every single song he performs, if he does the halftime show, has to have the artist on stage that he parodied. Yeah, not all of not all of them, because then it would limit how many he could do and just filling up that stage. Yeah, no, at least do, one or two. He can do eat it or bad. No, not hey. if not if not, not if you meet the term that it's modern and current music. Yeah, I well, think that would I, just be mandatory. That would I don't know, man. Not necessarily. Fine. The way music moves nowadays, like it's hard to say what's current. Yeah, he it, they would have to be very on point, but so but, but his decade. bigger hits like Eat It and stuff, he could do that, sure. and then have at least one of the artists he parodied up there. He couldn't do the stuff that we like. He couldn't do his originals Not or the his old style stuff. parodies because the people, the people right? Oh yeah. Oh, Coolio's looking for stuff to do. Oh my God, he needs the money. <laughs> Coolio could sing the verses. I think I think Weird Al could do a Chameleonaire halftime show. Music for the ages. For that. I bet he would. Chameleonaire loves white and nerdy. What'd you what say about that? I think I think Weird Al could do a halftime show, but like have it like music through the ages, and take his most popular song of that particular. Or do like a career retrospective. Well, when yeah, the career. Who did it, or when Tom Petty and them did, they didn't do new stuff. They did what they're known for. They said who they did. Who are you and Free Fallen? So well, Weird Al's known for Eat It, Amish Paradise, all this stuff. I look at Weird Al's stuff as he takes a song that is popular of that time period, and he basically, uh, in his own way, immortalize, makes it immortal, immortalizes it at that because everyone knows that. 
What are you laughing at over there? <laughs> you all quit looking at funny pictures on your phone. What is it? <laughs> you're oh. disgusting. You're, dis- you're disgusting. <laughs> Adam has you're lost it over here. Derailing the podcast. <laughs> it's but pretty funny. Adam is laughing really hard. I've never gotten Adam to laugh so hard in my life. All right. Well, since Adam's laughing so hard, it might be worth saying. Is it worse? Is it, is it in bad taste? It's in terrible taste. I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, Lord. Follow Ben on Twitter if you want to see it. That reminds me, that picture right there. So there's a Facebook post going around of a, of a Harvey Dent from a, The Dark Knight where he's got his face, where he's got you know half his face burnt off. And somebody, somebody has put the picture on Facebook and said, this brave firefighter was injured saving people. Uh Press uh, pre- one, like uh, one, prayer. one like equals one prayer, and pray for his healing. And there's people that are buying it hook oh, and sinker, God. and are like, you know, basically he's gonna be healed and everything. And like they don't understand it. This is a guy from a movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> what got me laughing on that is the you disgust report. All right. That's like several years ago. Uh, there was a photo of uh, Steven Spielberg. And he'd taken a picture with the Triceratops yeah. in Jurassic Park. You know, the one that was sick? Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody posted that photo and said, the uh, film director, Dra- uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, shoots rare Triceratops and <laughs> African safari. And, blah, blah, blah. and people were really mad that he shot this animal that didn't exist. <laughs> Anymore, I should say. Right. <clears throat> Creationists. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah. We don't have time show. Good idea or bad idea? I think it's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I'd be for it just because I don't care, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Something I think the new, it's different. There, I think it is. Sure. Yeah. I think people would watch and like and Facebook it. It would be the best Super Bowl I'd ever seen. They would retweet like crazy. The thing be. is, like, what brings. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl acts that come in. They got 15 minutes, and they want it to be like 15 minutes where everybody's like singing along and what have you. And I mean, that's why some of those acts have been so huge, like Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney and so on and so on. Yeah. Does Weird Al have that appeal? I don't know. To you guys? He might now. I would say two years ago, no. But mandatory fun really rocketed him. But but you also got to think about the people that go to the Super Bowl. It's not ordinary people that go to the Super Bowl. It's rich people that go to the Super Bowl. It's true. Uh, I did not know that. Or the kids from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Tickets are thousands apiece. Tickets are so expensive. The Super Bowl is full of like corporate execs, sponsor execs. All these, It's very rarely just a normal fan going to the Super Bowl. Well, they said the price of the tickets dropped dramatically once the Patriots lost. <clears throat> <laughs> Every time I get my hopes up, Adam always comes in with his realism and shoots me down. Quarter three, starting in five, four, three, two. I'm just wasting time until halftime. Halftime is over. We are going into quarter three. Fantasy sports. Bum, 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 what would you like to know? I would like to know what is your favorite fantasy sport? Football. Oh, are we talking about like? <laughs> no, no, no. Sports that don't exist. Oh, that was really not, innocent. Not, it was really nice and innocent the way not he did. Fa- not fantasy football. Yeah, we're not fantasy. Not fantasy sports. Fa- hey, fantasy like football stats. technically is fantasy. That's true. But sports that are fantasy. In movies and stuff that don't exist in our world. I think... To a degree. 
the, the easiest one and the first one we have to mention is Quidditch. Mm-hmm. Worst sport ever invented. In it's a world. lot of fun. Why do you say that, Garrett? Do you are you sincere? I, I, I hate Quidditch. I hate the idea behind it. Can I mean you, can, Rowling can, can Do you keep falling off the broom? No. It's a matter of a it's a dumb game mechanic where you end it by catching a ball and the scoring system yeah, is messed up. Yeah, everything else in that game doesn't matter when one person can end the game by catching a golden snitch. Quit it does not matter. Like there's the quaffle is such a useless device in a game. True story. On my honeymoon, we went to uh, uh what's the one? What's the Orlando one? What's the Disney World? Nope, the other one. Disneyland. Universal Studios. Went to Universal Studios and we were in the Harry Potter portion and in the store they have foam quaffles. That's the okay. one that doesn't move, isn't magical, right? Correct. They had those and you can buy them and we bought one because they're cool. Did you throw them at each other? We only bought one. And they were in boxes until you got them home. So. But I threw the carol when we got home <laughs> and, uh, and other things. Uh, honeymoon. Big bun. And anyway, so this little kid comes up and says, look, Dad, quaffles. And the old man literally says, where's waffles? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> actually, that actually happens. Hey, I got a text. Um, so, yeah. I'd like to... I like the idea of Quidditch until I realize the same thing, that it doesn't make much sense. But there are actual Quidditch leagues in, like, the real world, in planet Earth. If he was to transfer Quidditch into, like, a real sport, it would probably be the most violent sport there is. That might be true. I mean, you have a ball called a beater. And you'd be a fan, Kyle, because you're a fan of the most violent sport that there is. Hacky. Hockey. Hockey sack. I think MMA is a little more violent. Yeah, MMA is a little more I'm pretty sure lacrosse is a the little more violent. more violent. Ball based sport, except ball maybe. Based. No, lacrosse is pretty violent. Rugby. Ball based. Rugby. Rugby is pretty rough. Yeah. I'm going to bring up Calvin Ball. Yeah? Well, there's not You've much. You brought that up recently there's, before, haven't Well, Mike, we've brought it up several times. Me and Daniel like to argue about it for some reason. I don't understand Explain that. Explain the basis of Calvin Ball again. It's hard to, but in the uh, universe of Calvin idea. and Hobbes. You know, yeah. you have cow, little boy, Hobbs, pet tiger, real tiger. Who knows? No, it's a stuffed tiger. Well, I know, but that's the that's the that's the imagination kicking in, Adam. Don't break it down. <laughs> Sorry. But Hobbs still knows it's a stuffed tiger. I know. You mean Calvin? Yes, excuse me, Calvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he every once in a while on a on a strip they'll be playing um Calvin ball and it, it's it's different every time. It's like you can't run past this flag and then you bowl and you hit these pins and then oh you got a helmet on so you get minus two points. It's really weird. Like there is no and I think Bill Watterson. Uh, every time I say his name, I think I'm getting it wrong. It is it Bill Watterson? I think it's Waiterson. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't mean the pronunciation of the name itself. <laughs> Yeah, it's Watterson. Because last week we were just, we thought it was Walters. We had to look it up. We thought, yeah, we did. Um, I think every time he does it, he doesn't want there to be a feasible thing, and that's what makes it so nice and innocent. And plus, it's just a great comic strip. So Calvin Ball for me. Mario Kart. Mario Kart's good. I actually had. Uh, uh, no, I didn't write that down. Uh, if you remove the fantasy elements from it, it is basically just go kart racing. But. It has the fantasy element, so that's what makes it the fantasy sport. So I'm Mario gonna, Kart is fun. I'm gonna go with pyramid. Explain pyramid. You said this a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I got lost. I thought of million dollar pyramid. I've never heard of this the game show. All right, so um, since I'm a fan of Battlestar Galactica, their sport equivalent to like our football and stuff is called pyramid. And what it is is they are in a pyramid shaped room, and when you say pyramid shaped room, is it just a triangle? Like the arena is like you got a regular. Those, the floor is a square. Oh, so it's like the Giza Pyramid of Giza type pyramid. Yeah, so it's like you're in an arena, and in the middle of that arena is a square that's got three walls on it, essentially, 
well the sides that come up to form the pyramid and on one of the tops of the pyramid of is a well the top of the pyramid itself is a goal the middle of that pyramid is called it's a neutral is the neutral place neutral zone I would okay. say and then on each of the sides of the pyramid is where the players play and where the balls dropped and they can only take three steps before they have to pass the ball throw it or rebound it off another wall mm-hmm. so essentially it's like a mesh of racquetball and basketball ooh racquetball's fun Mm-hmm. So ahead, it's though. it's a very it's a very close quarters game. Is it hands on or do they use a paddle like in racquetball? It's hands on. Okay. How many people go in? Uh, three people a team. Is there uh, is there, there three teams playing at once? No, it's two teams. Okay, two teams and there's three people. Uh, basically, one two people per corner, and you're just basically throwing the ball, bouncing it back and all, back and forth, trying to hit people, get people out of the way, just so you can put the ball on top of the net. Interesting. It's been a while since I've seen Bellastar. Been a while. Um, <laughs> um, that's a that good. That's cool. a good addition. Is that in the oldest Battlestar Galactic? It is. Or is that in sort of the newer ones? It's in. It was mentioned in the old one, and then you see it played more in the new one. So I can look up a clip of this. Yeah, I'm you a could. little intrigued. I want to see this. And they also have a uh, card game they call Triad, which is basically their version of our poker. Not a sport, Kyle. I don't know. Poker's, poker's, on the poker's a sport. It was, oh, okay. Well. Yeah, so it, it did not go well for you. <laughs> and if I thought about it, I would have brought them in the room because I actually do have a set of uh, triad cards. Really? You have those in this house? I do. Somewhere. In you a box. Think he's a nerd or something. Right. I know, right? right? I mean, right. I only have Star Wars stuff on the wall. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Blitzball. Since we're talking stuff. Blitzball. Really nerdy. You're kind of ragging your brain a little bit. Kyle, I know you know. If anybody at the table does, anybody? The fantasy. Or Final Fantasy game? Final Fantasy game. That's what it is. It's played in a giant, for some reason, orb. And you float. (laughs) Yeah, and you float around and play it and kick a ball. I don't remember much about it. I just remember that's how they opened up. Was it nine or eight? I think it was eight. Eight. And they open up on that scene and then terror strikes in the game. Eight was was futuristic. Seven was futuristic, but but nine went to the past. Why don't we just... Why don't we just make Running Man a thing? Explain Running Man. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from the 1980s. Wait, is that that movie where he's basically fighting all these souped-up supervillains? Those are the people you're fighting against to get to the finish line. But uh, yes, Adam, have you I've seen, seen that movie where you throw a, uh, one person into a ring, and their goal is to get from one side to the other side, but they have to go through different levels, fighting off the different yes. bosses. And Jesse Ventura is one of the bosses in this movie. Oh, great. <laughs> I remember this movie because Jesse Ventura. he beat one of the bosses, and then it switches back to a room where these other people are at, and the intercom says, Fireball, please step up. And it was yes. this black guy steps up, and he comes out in basically a full flame-retardant suit with a flamethrower, and is trying to burn him. And Schwarzenegger ends up killing him by shooting him, dragging his body so to set it. kill these people yeah. yes wow. it's he, all about he, murdering the people in your way to get to the end of the, like to the finish line yeah. he, he shoots Some, him well, drags him to a set of propane, propane tanks uh-huh. yanks the core that's supplying the gas uh-huh. to his fire and shoots the tanks wow. and blows him up that way interesting pretty epic running man thank you for that. years that'll hit my mind because I remember him freaking out when the guy really about die he's like my gas pipe my gas pipe and he goes I could absolutely see this movie getting remade. And they've yeah. already done Total Recall. Wouldn't, so. wouldn't be surprising. Um, Does Griffball count as a fantasy sport? 
Does the Hunger Games count? What is Griff Ball? As a fantasy Griff Ball is a game you play on Halo. But it's not a game that the characters in Halo are playing. They just kind of modded Halo out to make a, another mode of play. But wasn't Griff Ball the, like, didn't it get made because somehow one of the characters got his head cut off and they were throwing his head around? Is this a Rooster Teeth thing? I think it was Rooster Teeth. I, think. No, I don't think, I think Rooster Teeth just took Griff Ball and used it that way. Oh. Oh, but one of the characters. Griff is a character. Yeah, Griff is a character. From... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So there's Red a chance oh. that the that the creators of Halo saw what these the people behind Red vs. Blue, Rooster Teeth, and them were doing and created a whole mode for their game Halo. I've never heard of this game, but I know I've watched Red vs. Blue a lot, and yeah, I know that Griff is a character. Hmm. That's and first. if they took his head and wanted, and played a game with it, and and it took off from there, that would not. It's like me. basketball, but with uh, rocket launchers, I believe. Right. You're trying to get. You're trying to get to the other side of the court, and you have a bomb. Right. Trying to get it to the other side. Okay. Yeah. It's not saying that, and you saying talking about Running Man. Not really a sport. Not really a fantasy because it exists in our real world, and not really a sport if you think about it. But it kind of makes me think of American Gladiator. That well, it, the Running Man. The thing idea is that you introduce gladiators in the stadium against the people competing. Right. And the gladiators' goal is to stop them, but Arnold Schwarzenegger kills them in his path. That's insane. It's awesome. Jesse American Ventura. Gladiator was a great show. Hey, I'm Jesse Ventura. Come through me, running man. I'm gonna get remember, you, and then I'm gonna the, run for governor. Remember the characters always had really outlandish names, like one guy was named Nitro. What was that? What was Jesse Ventura's name? Do you remember? Oh, um, you know, you're talking about American Gladiator. Yeah, American Something patriotic. Yeah, yeah, American Gladiator was insane. Me and Adam were talking about that the other day. We were eating at a restaurant and talking about American Gladiator. <laughs> Adam, do you want to make a case? We have about five minutes left in this quarter. I wrote this down because I thought that you'd bring it up, and maybe you're waiting your turn or something. But do you want to make a case for Basketball, a movie that you love? I do. You do like that movie uh, because of Real Big Fish or just because it's a good movie? It's a good movie. It's, I mean, it's stupid. Like, it's stupid it's, it's dumb. Well, it's made to be stupid humor. Uh, it's by uh, the guys at South Park, right? Right. Okay. Uh, the guys that did South Park and the guys that made Airplane got together. Oh, perfect combination. Uh, and Trey Parker and Matt Stone did it because they didn't think South Park was going to get renewed for a second season. Oh, really? <laughs> Which now it's... Were they ever really wrong? Yeah. <laughs> 20 seasons later or whatever. Uh, but, uh, so they decided to do it and it's real like, like it's crude and it's, it's amazing. Like, I just love it. Like, Probably it's, the best of slapstick out of the 90s. Yeah, and I love it. Like every part of it, just it's so ludicrous. Like everything that happens in it is insane. Um, when they're trying to bring that kid back to life, <laughs> it's so. Uh, awesome. The rules are like the rules never don't really make sense. Yeah, like you score it, like you score baseball. Okay, like one position is a single, up to and then the further back you go, the more points. Or the more runs it's worth. So you've got single, double, triple, home run, right? Well, uh, no person can uh, shoot from the same place twice on your team. Yeah. So, like, if I shoot a double and make it, I go to second. Then the other person has to go first, a single, a triple, or a home run. And then it goes like that. You score runs based on it. But like it never it's very, ends. Very, very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can also psych uh, your opponents can try to psych you out yeah. and miss, and it's 
Like, it just doesn't make sense, but I love it. Is it how's it separated? Nine innings, like baseball, or in, yeah, okay, interesting. And the season is, and the season is seriously like. Did bonkers. they did they make this from his like his driveway originally? Yeah, it started yes. in the story. They invent the game uh, because they're not good at basketball, so they these douchebag jocks. Challenge them to a game of basketball, and they can't. All they can do is shoot. They're good at shooting. They're not good at like anything else. Yeah. So they invent this game on the fly, so that they don't have to dribble. Right. They don't have to drive the field. Anyway, Port, this sorry. is uh, sports commentators uh, Dan Patrick and Kenny Main. Two minute warning. Uh, and they're explaining to you this is the breakdown of the basket basketball playoff season uh, picture. Okay. Hi there, I'm Dan Patrick. And I'm Kenny May. With the first seven months of the basketball postseason out of the way, the playoff picture is now starting to emerge. So with last night's victory over Boston, next week the Beers must beat Indianapolis in order to advance to Charlotte. That's in an effort to reduce their magic number to three. Right, and then the Beers can advance to the National Eastern Division North to play Tampa. So if the Beers beat Detroit and Denver beats Atlanta in the American Southwestern Division East Northern, <laughs> then Milwaukee goes to the Denslow Cup. Unless Baltimore can upset Buffalo and Charlotte ties Toronto, then Oakland would play L.A. and Pittsburgh in a blind choice round robin. And if no clear winner emerges from all this, a two-man sack race will be held on consecutive Sundays until a champion is crowned. Sack race? <laughs> Are they saying the beers? Yeah, is that the name, that's of the, the, team? name of the team? Oh wow, the Milwaukee Beers. And like I said, Real Big Fish was in that movie, right? That's cool. They're uh, they're the uh, house band uh, for the Milwaukee Beers. We have fifty four seconds left in this quarter, so if anybody's really wanting to talk fantasy for sports more, your your uh, timeout would be well used. Anyway, so um, as my as far as my favorite, you don't have to go with Calvin Ball. It just hits me close to home. There's also Death Race. Which is like NASCAR. Technically a sport, because I guess NASCAR is a sport. But more yeah. dead. There was a scene in the first one. And I, I only see the first one, because I don't even know if I've seen the second one, but there are more than one of those movies somehow. Um, there was a scene in the first one where a guy gets out of his car, because he like flip, it flips or something, and he winds up landing outside of his car. And he stands up and says, you can't defeat me. And he's just this gross prisoner guy. And then a car comes squealing around the corner, like drifting. So not mm-hmm. driving toward him, but the side of the car, covered with spikes, hits him. And the effect they used wasn't him getting impaled on it, him getting run over and winding up underneath the car, or getting flipped over it. No, he just explodes. Oh, that's it. Good way to end it. <laughs> he just explodes. <laughs> and we're done. Like, they hit him and he just... And he's... Go- hey. Oh, oh, no. Quarter's oh, okay. over. Quarter's over. I'm sorry. So that was fantasy sports. We move on to quarter four, real life sports. Favorites. Dislikes and likes. We'll see in quarter four, starting... Oyora. Who likes sports? We like sports and we don't care who knows. We're shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. Lonely Island. Somebody please take the reins from me. Football. Okay. <laughs> College, NFL, high school, every bit of it. Do you have a... Now, you're a UT fan. Yes. Tennessee Vols. You went to Vols University. Yes. What's it called? Knoxville. UT University Knoxville. Tennessee Knoxville, yes. Bada boom, baby. Arguably the most... Uh, the biggest fan base in college ball? Definitely the most orange. <laughs> oh, Where's it? They have the Who second the biggest stadium. <laughs> Longhorns. Yeah. Texas Longhorns. What'd you say, Kyle? I think they have the second biggest college stadium. It's either second, third, or fourth at this point. It's been like because people have built other stadiums, but they consecutive they consistently fill the stadium with more than like a hundred and two thousand people. I thought, that's a lot of people. I think the seating range is like one hundred and ten. 
It's like 107. Yeah, it's it's up there for sure. Now, as much grief as I give football, I if I have to watch football, it'll be college. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Watch there's just a, there's just more of a. They want kind of what more. you were talking about earlier. There's a bigger like uh, camaraderie. It feels like there's more on the and line. Like he said they want it more because at Why the college level, people are trying to prove themselves in order to get to the NFL, which Go is the pro. peak exactly. And so when you're watching a college game, you feel like there's more on the line for the individual people because they're trying to showcase themselves. Mm-hmm. And the percentage of people that go to the NFL from college is so small compared to the number of college football players that the people who make it, um, it's it's just unbelievable. And what's funny is watching some of those college football players make it in the NFL, and they just can't handle the adjustment. Right. Because right. a lot of these people are coming up with no money, and then they're given more money than they could have ever imagined. And then they spend it going on, out on parties, you know, running in the desert, searching for cocaine. Now, we're, we're talking about sports now. You may know a little more about this, Adam, but... Does when does the basketball professional basketball season end and when does it start? Because it seems like there's always a basketball game on somewhere, no matter what time of year. Same goes for baseball. Basketball is well, the same uh, sport. Sports now, because of just the way we want to be entertained. Sports seasons interlap with one another. Because uh, so we were when we were eating yesterday. I was watching both LA games when you were eating out. Yes. Okay. And I was like. I remember looking over to somebody and I said, I'm pretty sure that they just had the NBA championship. Like, they just had it. No. Huh. I, I have no frame of reference for it, so I honestly don't know. No, NBA finals won't happen until June. March Madness starts, and that's for the college. All right, uh, but when does when does the NBA finals start? The first two weeks of June. And that's and then the, uh, NBA, tur- NBA and college turn around and start up at the end of the year, around November time. Okay, so that's when that's when me and my friends are the most excited because our prim- our primary sports are basketball and football, and so you get both of them on TV at the same time. So, like, I know the uh, I know hockey they start their uh, preseason in October, sorry September, and they officially start the season in October. Uh, teams that don't make the playoffs will end their season in November, in April. And they can go as far as June for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Doesn't hockey have the most games played in a season? They do. Any 80, sport? 82 games. No, baseball's got 162 games. Okay, so like, it's twice as much. But is it 162 games per team? Yes. Okay. That's the regular season. Okay, see, I didn't know that. I just know hockey's 82 games, and it's literally, it's a Tuesday night, Thursday night, Saturday night, back-to-back. And right. sometimes, sometimes they'll do a... Tuesday, they'll do a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday. Their schedule is ridiculous because they have to take that schedule because they all play the arenas. So you, they, their schedule is made with the looking at the schedules ahead. For example, every year, and I think it's November, it's November, I believe it is. Nashville does a little two-week road trip. They play the games for two weeks on the road because there's so much stuff going going on at home. This year was the I think it was the CMAs. Mm-hmm. And so they do. They take that time off to go play on the road because their arena is being used for something else. Exactly. They, the uh, where the Preds play is taken over a lot with other performances and all kinds of things. So I'll come at it from a hockey perspective, and then I want to know what's the baseball, basketball, football equivalent. What is the bandwagon team 
for for hockey, it's Chicago Blackhawks. Patriots for. Uh, are you sure it's not the Red Wings for hockey? It's it's the Blackhawks. Okay, I'm gonna say Chicago go, is known Patriots for football. Chicago is known to bust their fans through I think two games. For example, you take the Blackhawks and the versus the Predators. It literally sounds like a playoff game because it's so many fans in each building. And then you'll take a team that it doesn't have a lot of people go to, uh, like the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. Their regular shots, their stadium is empty. But when Chicago plays, the stadium is full of Chicago fans. Wow. I'm going to say that for other sports, it seems like New England area uh, teams get that a lot. Like, I'm going to say Boston or Yankees for baseball. Maybe. If I'm wrong, correct me. Uh, and then um, for football, I feel like it's the Patriots. I, I really think, do. I think it is Patriots. No, I don't think so. The Patriots are too hated. Yeah, pay, to be a bandwagon fan, right? Franchise, no. So, would you say it probably depends on the year and who's lately, doing what? Lately, it's been Seattle. Honestly, yeah. I've seen a lot really? of Seattle That's people popping say. up, and it's been. Uh, it just depends on the appeal you're going for. You know, you either are in love with Marshawn Lynch and his attitude towards the media, or you like. Uh, where Marshawn Lynch just wants everybody to go away and ignore him, or you've got Richard Sherman who's in your face. I'm going to call my brother. Oh, right now? Yeah. From the Nerd is the Word podcast. Adam, there are 8.42 seconds. 8 minutes, Uh, 42 seconds left in this quarter. Steve lives in Seattle. Okay, so we're going to ask him. All right, live from the scene, we have... So if he answers the phone, I'll have him explain why he hates... It is currently the Seahawks and their fans. seven o'clock. So we've got we got a little hold music going. I bet it doesn't answer as well. What a chump! Hopefully, answers. Got answer. What a turd. Anyway, uh, he's a, a Green Bay fan that lives in Seattle, and uh, he hates why well, he hates the city of Seattle for whatever reason. Then why does he, he lives the there? People of Seattle. Because they're a bunch of hipster, hipster a holes. He can't tell. He won't tell you. And so, since he refuses to tell you, I won't tell you why he lives there. But I can tell you off air. But because I don't want to break the confidentiality of his own podcast, in case there are some crossover fans, he keeps the reason why he he lives there in Seattle a secret from his fans. So, so why I'll is tell he you off mic? Why is he a Green Bay fan? They just grew up a Green Bay fan. They have a very loyal fan base. Uh, when uh, when we were kids. Brett Favre. Uh, we the Titans weren't around when right. we were younger, uh, so we just kind of had to pick a team. <laughs> I was a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. uh, Cowboys slash Forty Nineers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, my uncle Donnie was a Green Bay fan. Old Uncle Donnie, and so he kind of got Steve in the Green Bay. Any so good Uncle kinda, Donnie stories? So, no, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, my brother like he hates the fact that. Their fans call themselves the twelfth man. Like yep. he just hates it. He's just like you guys are just <laughs> just jerks. He said it's people that it's just people just go to football games. They're not even fans of football. They just want to get drunk and yell. Mm-hmm. And that's all they do. And he he said he, he said like sometimes him and his friend to like ride around Seattle during the season and look for people that have like twelfth man shirts. Or whatever, and just like yell at him out the window, like "You suck," <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, he truly hates Seahawks fans, and that's the attitude that brings us all together. <laughs> <laughs> um, to share uh, a viewpoint from one of our listeners, I put it out there on Twitter. What is your favorite sport? And Mikhail Withers, we've talked about him before. Uh, he said rugby, union rugby to be specific. 
So I'm not. I'm not sure with the not Confederate rugby. Different, right. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe Union Rugby is a league, or maybe it's a team. I don't know. He does post about rugby a lot on uh, social media, but rugby. Anybody a fan of rugby at this table? I don't. It's neat. It's is it, it really as rough as they say it is? Probably. What would you say Probably. is more oh, aggressive, yeah. hockey or rugby? Rugby. I think rugby. Yeah, because you, you get your ears boxed. Well, the you get a the scrum. Thing, yeah, the thing in rugby is like What's people a get. Scrum? It's when you get in a giant pile and you're fighting for the you, you, you. The referee will put the ball in the middle between two teams that are interlocked in shoulders, and you can't see what's going on when they're trying to get the ball. But from stories I've heard from family and friends, is like people gouge eyes, Whoa. claw at skin, um, and pull hair. It's like a sexless orgy. Exactly. A sports orgy. Right, so it's, way, so it's way more enjoyable. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody use, at the table's never been to a sex orgy. Scrum <laughs> for hockey sometimes, too, when they're fighting for the puck in the middle. Right, right. And I'm told that's not the correct... I haven't looked it up, so I can't verify, but I'm told that's not the most... correct term for it. Because mm-hmm. they'll use scrum, they're like, this is a rugby. It's right, the weirdest, right. most oddly sensual word I've ever heard. Scrum. Scrum and get it. Okay. Yeah. Pretty Pretty yeah. I know the one sport. <laughs> I know the one sport nobody's mentioned is soccer. I don't watch soccer, it but it's the most popular sport in the world That's because true. every country plays it. I know. Course, um, I would say now, two years ago, when the World Cup was going on, that my work actually stopped, and we all watched the USA play, That's play Belgium. That's a bandwagon thing. Whenever it's hot yeah. everywhere else, everybody's like, "I'm a hockey fan," and they really aren't. Americans means, are the, you mean soccer are fan? the least ho- soccer fan. Sorry, soccer. soccer fans in the world, but everybody claims to be it whenever it's well, around. They're now, they're trying to get soccer well, popular. Wrong with supporting the, no, the no, there's team. nothing. But a lot of people suddenly come out of the soccer closet, if you will. And say that there is it when they really could care less. Now, yeah, I'm not so. a... Uh, you got third world countries out here fighting for their life on that field. <laughs> that is true. I'm not a fan of soccer, but I love the World Cup and the idea of nations competing against each other. But, I mean, every year, year on... Year on... What am I trying to say? Year to year, that's what they're doing anyway. Right. The World Cup is just a a bigger stage. Right. It's pretty cool. Um. I don't have a, a so sport. soccer, baseball, football, yeah. hockey, basketball, basketball. That's another one we haven't talked about. It's that Curtis Blow's huge. favorite sport. Yeah, he lives in Murfreesboro. Curtis Blow does. Yeah. You're kidding me. No. The one of the Godfathers of rap lives in Murfreesboro. Where at? I, mean, I don't know his address. I want him on the podcast. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't I rather do that. That's exciting news. Rather have that recording done somewhere more publicly than my house. You don't want Curtis Blow on your podcast. Yeah, I mean, but in your, I'm sorry, on the, in the room? In your house? Do you know who he is? He's a rapper, I know that. But just because I said he's a godfather <laughs> of rap. He's the one who, who rapped uh, the break. The, these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it down. That's okay, right, I know right. that song. Breaks on the bus, breaks on the car. Breaks that make you a superstar. That isn't sport related. Okay, I'll sing his other one. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. I like the something something in the alley-oop. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will say one thing I don't like about football, and I guess it's being a hockey fan has spoiled me, is just the endurance that the hockey players put up with. Like, I've seen guys get hit in the face with a puck, drop to the ground, skate off, they get tended up by the team position, and they're back on the ice in two minutes flat. And, you know, and they might be wearing just a different headpiece to help protect the area. And I'm like, wow, if a football, if a football player took a hit like that, they're they're down, they're crying. I, don't, I just look at it from the – I think the hockey players are more – Because you're a douchebag who likes hockey. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. I'm going to look at it from a completely subjective point of view. What, can hockey players 
endure more as far as like running around. Sure, because they're on skates always, on ice. This always happens when Adam starts talking, but there's no two friction. Minute warning, two minute care. warning. There's there's little to no friction keeping them from moving. Of course, they can move quicker and longer. I will say this: the the one time I've heard someone really just talk bad about sport was soccer. I was at a friend's house for Thanksgiving, and her dad slipped through channels, and a soccer game came on, and he was like, "Wow!" He's like, "I didn't know girl sport was on right now." I mean, let's see. Let's watch a hockey player take off his skates and run sixty yards and in four a, seconds and cut a man with them. All right. Uh, I think there's a few that could do it, and they all couldn't do it. I think there's one or two that could. I don't know, because you do just kind of boost yourself, and then you're skating. They're good at stopping. They are good at stopping. Cat, 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 Ben, whatever your name is over here sitting next to me, you've been awfully quiet during this portion. Yep. Do you not have a favorite sport? I mean, I'll watch just You're like me. anything. You don't have a horse in this fight. That. I'd, I'd watch horses horse fight. Horse fight, yeah, that'd be All great. Right. That's a good That's about, my favorite sport. <laughs> what about now, horse racing? Is that a here, sport? Yeah. Horse racing is a sport. Here's a sport. Poker. I do like watching oh, poker. Watching poker is phenomenal when you're trying to get when you've got these guys around a table sweating or you've got somebody in a hoodie drawn up with some black shades on. Just, Are you describing you this table right now? <laughs> I kind of am. Bunch of guys sweating. Actually, um, this is no joke. I enjoy watching golf. I think it's highly fascinating. I'd rather play it than watch. And how do you? I've never played golf, but they're so precise and so. It's like, so it's such a boring sport to watch, though. I know, but it, it takes such discipline. I don't know. I'm a little it's, bit more bored by like soccer and stuff. Yeah, and 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 it's it's know. one of those sports that it's not a team sport, so it's either them failing or succeeding on their own. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to watch. I'll, I'll watch golf here and there, like the Masters and stuff. I'll check in on it, uh, but I, I like I like playing it more than watching it. But it's something that I it's a a, a sport I appreciate. Is that the bell? And with that, sports talk is over. Fourth quarter, said and over, said with and done with, said with what? Do we have a score? Over Go to bed, done. Dakota. Right. Go it to is, bed. It is a late night for this little boy. What I've is been it? up since 6 o'clock. Well, if the game's over, what's the score? The score is with, uh, uh, um, let's see, Ben scored five. Z- one point along the way because he was the first one to notice that somebody at the table accidentally said <laughs> eating out and then we winked so you get a point for that but this is a style point he then lost five points oh, because no. he decided to share pictures on his phone during the podcast which I've told him multiple times that, 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 to do. Was really so, that was a funny picture okay because y'all said it was funny it's only three points but he finishes at a negative two great turning to Kyle now better than most days Kyle I'm, by the way I'm not scoring myself because I'm the ref so I'd love to win but I can't oh, wow. Kyle for getting me interested in Pyramid and for maintaining reasonable and fun conversation throughout the podcast and as always being the quietest guy at the table and not in a negative way just kind of giving the the listeners a reprieve from me yelling uh, scored six points along the way yeah it's all in my brain <laughs> now let's see Garrett or Adam next Garrett for bringing meaningful conversation to the table for always being on point with whatever the theme is and I'm not giving you points for the horror episode, but once again, just like that episode, yeah. you have you've provided me with insight into things, and uh, we're a good sport about it. You scored eight points along the way. Ah, yes. Good sport. And then Adam, for making us all love sports and for telling us about um, uh, uh, 
uh, some some boxer. I forgot now. Muhammad Ali. Yes. Ben gets another point for being right. So he's at negative one now. <laughs> um, he's almost there. Adam, for his great monologue earlier about the appeal of sports as a whole, also gets eight points. So it's a tie between Garrett and Adam. Sack race tie. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> uh, what cage should we match. do? What should we? Oh yeah, I like cage match. No, what audio thing should we do to break this tie betwixt the two of you? Yodel off. I say the first one who plays me a train whistle for recommendation station. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, here's a here's a good one. Um, I'm thinking of a number between one and twenty. Whoever's closest. 17. This is a good sport. Adam says seventeen. Garrett. Between 1 and 20. 1 and 20. Yeah, it's not going to be 27 this time. Weird Al fan. January. <laughs> so that's think 1. You know me. It was 14. Oh. Adam wins this round of sports talk. Until next year, this has been our inaugural sports episode. I'm acting like I'm closing it down, but I'm not. Adam, play me that train whistle sound effect. Well, okay. Okay, so that sounded like a buzzer at the end of a, 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 a sport game. What kind of sport game does the... Hi. Hockey? Okay, so that was a hockey buzzer. Uh, Adam always keeping it. He has a good way of keeping it relevant, but not ask, getting me what I asked for. Reminds so me of my uh, times at Bridgestone Arena when the Preds score. Uh, boy. Did I tell you sports talk was over, by the way, about 10 minutes ago? You, you just brought up the hockey horn. <laughs> nope, so that was him. They played that instead of a train whistle. I wanted a train whistle. I, you know what? Yep, Fair yep, enough. Yep, yep, yep. can be choosers. Okay, who has a recommendation for us today? Okay. Garrett, what's your recommendation? Uh, lately, I've been playing a little app called Card Wars. I love cat. Ooh, Adventure Time Card Wars. It is Adventure Time it is Card fun. Wars. I have that on my phone right now. It is absolutely worth every dollar you're gonna pay for it. You paid for it? Five dollars. Oh, I got it. No, I got it when it was the app, uh, the um, app store pick of the whatever. Oh, what I had to pay for mine. Editor's pick. So I got it for free. I'm the sucker then. Sometimes I'll just get the editor's pick, even if it doesn't sound like something I'm going to be into, just so that later on when everyone's into it, I'm like, I got the editor's pick for it. Well, I'm a big <laughs> dork, and I love card games. I've always played them. And you uh, like Adventure Time. And I love Adventure Time. So it's like the best of both worlds. When I saw the episode, I thought I would give anything to actually be able to play that right. in real life. And they actually put it into an app that you can play. And it is amazing. It is a good app. So it I recommend a lot of people go buy that too. That's a good recommendation. Ben, turn it to you now. What is your recommendation, sir? Well, um, over the past couple of weeks, I have been without a vehicle, and so I have not been able to get to the gym. Uh-oh. So what I was you able to do... To the gym. You want to... Can to the you gym. explain... Ah! In, <laughs> Adam thinks it's funny that you went to the gym. Can you explain in about 10 seconds or less what happened to your vehicle so that people don't think you're just some bum? Uh, I had a valve cover gasket that blew, and then I... Tried changing it myself and ended up breaking other things. Mm, 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 mm. So, okay, go ahead. So the story is hire a licensed mechanic. Yeah. Also, I mean, don't work is in a licensed dri- mechanic. Don't work in the driveway on a really cold day in the dark. You get frozen to the ground. You end up missing bolts and breaking things. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I recommend Thirty Days of Hit. It's a high intensity interval training. High mm. intensity interval training. Yes. H I I T. H I I T. Thirty days of hit. Um, if you you don't have to have any equipment, it'll time you through some exercises, and you can not feel like a lazy bum for sitting on the couch all day. But then you can go sit on the couch for the rest of the day. You still feel <laughs> like a lazy bum. It feels nice. Yeah. It, it's a conscience. 
Would you better. recommend eating a pound of bacon and then go doing it? Um, yes. Go do that and then eat your pound of bacon. You gotta put that, that stuff back in you. Whatever you just... Oh, it's true. I don't know what it's called. It's usually sweat. Is that what you're there are, sweat? There are nutrients in bacon, right? Mm, so yes, heard. there is. Protein. Protein, protein and electrolytes. Yeah. Right. Uh, the nutrition is heaven. Yeah, there's salt. Well, I will recommend Little Broken Robots. Ooh. Is that an app? It is an app on the App Store. It is a puzzle game. Hmm. You're, having, you're having to fix robots, and uh, essentially um, the robots have various conditions wrong with them from being frozen to being a pirate. And That's this is what it looks like right here for everyone who can't see. I'm showing okay. them the interface. It looks cool. Um, you have little buttons that range from one to eight, and you have pegs, and you have to draw over the pegs with each uh, number. And the only way you can complete the robot and make it better is you have to fill all the pegs up. So it can be any empty spaces, but all the numbers have to be connected. Right. It's a free app. It's a free app. Has it downloaded straight to my butt? Is it in the? <laughs> is it in the game center? Like, are there achievements? Um, That's probably. A plus for me, if you can get achievements points, what is it called? Is it called achievement points? What is it called? Gamer points, I guess. For the app store, because I use iPhone. Because I I'm, guess I'm an awesome it is. Person. I never really pay attention um, to that. When you can get gamer score points for it. Uh, it makes me want to play it even more. See, the problem I, I have with that. a lot of apps, though, is I can't find one that keeps my attention very long. Uh, I do question, go through a lot of apps myself, sir. Question about this one. Is it free? Um, I just downloaded it for free. It is free, yes. Um, I recently downloaded Pocket Morty's. It is a Pokemon It is a Pokemon spoof by the people at Rick and Morty. Is that show? what you recommend? No, I don't. But since y'all are doing apps, I need to say Pocket Morty's is great. I don't want to break my streak of recommending indie bands, so I'm just going to say that Pocket Morty's was free when I got it. I don't know if it is now, but go look it up. It's really great, if you, especially if you love Pokemon and jokes about Pokemon. Well, what do you recommend? Um, I'm going to recommend a band called Tame Impala because, like I said, indie band streak. It was The Features, and then it was um, uh, Dr. Dog, which is still one of my favorite bands. Always Dr. Dog. But this week it's Tame Impala. That's a little more accessible. It actually gets radio airplay and stuff, and people have probably heard that name before. Um, their new album is great. Eventually is a song on it that is really good. And they have an old song called It Feels Like We Only Go Backwards and Elephant. And a lot of their stuff sounds a lot like the Beatles. I'll have to play it for the guys in this room so they don't look confused. But just go check it out. They're on Spotify and everywhere. They're on YouTube and stuff. Um, Tame Impala, like the car or deer type thing. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> some taming taming Paula. No, tame T A N E and Paula. Tane and Paula. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I re- reiterated it's tame. Oh, I'm not going to look it up. Anyway. Like the opposite of wild, and Impala, like a deer thing. It is a deer thing, right? It's like it a, is. It's like an ibis. Yes, okay. or a caribou. Ooh. Or antelope. Or an antelope. Anybody else got deer things to say? No, Tame Impala is very good. Um, caribou. He said caribou. Oh. Somebody <laughs> over here said caribou. <laughs> Moose. Okay, Adam, Duck. moving on to you. Yep. Tame Impala. Tame what do you, what's, your, what's your recommendation? <laughs> is it whatever you've been furiously making this whole time? Seriously, this entire time, Adam has been working on a shadow box that is a deconstructed PlayStation room. <laughs> Remote, and he just ran over something important. Probably a screw or two. Just glass. He just ran over glass with oh, his rolly chair. Great grass. Plexiglass. Glass in my carpet. It's plastic. Hey, glass or grass? Nobody rides for free. Thanks. <laughs> hey, kids. Get on there. Get on. It's better to get in the mic instead of yelling from far away. You know this. <laughs> hey, kids. Hey, here's a joke. Uh, 
Yeah. I heard the other day. This is my recommendation. This is you telling this joke. Huh? I love it. No, I'm not. This is a different one. Okay. Uh, it goes like this. This is what I heard. This is a Chris Hardwick joke from when I went to go see that show. He was talking about explaining to how everybody finds out about the birds and the bees. And he's you know was talking about how various people find out. He said, one day, I'm going to have kids, and I'm going to actually explain the birds and the bees to them, and I think I figured out the best way is, I said, so let's say hypothetically my son comes up to me and says, where do the babies come from? And I have to look at him, I'll look at him and say, well, let's think about this. Do you like ice cream? And then my son will say, yeah, of course I like ice cream. And then I'll have to say, well, uh... Mommy's like ice cream, ice cream too. I said, let's pretend that you're. <laughs> let's pretend like your uh, wiener is an ice cream cone. Oh, no. And he says, okay. He said, now, now pretend like someone's asked you to put <laughs> a balloon over that ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, that doesn't make sense. You wouldn't even be able to taste it. And he said, yep, that's where babies come from. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good recommendation. Yeah, yeah, Incredible. Yeah. That'll be my recommendation. Tell your kids about doing it. When we, when you had to leave early that episode to go see Chris Hardwick, we all guessed that was your recommendation for that night, too. Is that a pretty good guess? He said yes. He was off the mic, and he said, yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, let's leave recommendation station. Choo choo, choo choo indeed, Kyle. Choo choo indeed. Um, Before we end this thing, yeah. I, I want to throw out a quick question. Yeah, I've um, been thinking about the Force Awakens a lot. Okay. Oh, oh no. Yes. Oh, God. oh God. Oh no. And I know my reaction to the movie walking out was I thought it was amazing, but I also recognize that what it was was a rehash of A New Hope. Yes. There's elements from uh, the other one, too. Now, my question is that I'm going to pose to the table. If the prequels to to the Star Wars movies didn't exist, episodes one through three, would The Force Awakens have been accepted as well as it was? Yes. Because my theory is that people hated the prequels so much that when they saw The Force Awakens, they, they were so excited and it bloated the effect because of how bad the prequels were. I think you've got a very valid theory here, sir. I honestly think that I, I would have not enjoyed The Force Awakens nearly as much, and I would have said, this is a ripoff, had I been not subjected to the prequels. I'm going to sit on my hands on this one because I, I, I've, I, I'm not allowed to talk about Star Wars anymore. But it is weird to hear Ben say that that's a good theory because it seems like he would come to its defense faster than he would have started agreeing with you. But, no, um, I... It's a, it is valid. It's a pretty valid theory. If the so. prequels didn't exist, oh, and now, it hadn't been so terrible... Now, I will, I will add to Force it. Force Awakens be as amazing as it is? Adam's moving his mic closer to his mouth. The Force Awakens is great. I'm not going to I'm not going to say oh, yeah. that it would not have been great because it did introduce great characters that we want to know more about in the forthcoming sequels, but I do believe that if the prequels didn't exist, 
The Force Awakens would have been ripped apart by half the fan base because it was a rehash. I think you've got a solid argument there. Okay. All right, My I'm, turn! Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we'd squeaked by. I'm going right. to disagree with you, and here's why. The reason why is because while the prequels are an abomination unto the thing called filmmaking, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have to think about the prequels that often, and I, and I don't, unless I'm discussing it right now. And so I can compartmentalize and put away the prequels uh, while watching Force Awakens and just watch The Force Awakens based on its own merits. There are similarities between A New Hope and Force Awakens, which are fine. Most of the uh, similarities, though, are thematic similarities, not necessarily similarities one-on-one. Once again, Star Wars, well, we all love it, is your most basic of story formulas uh, in which your lowly outcast meets a mentor to take them into an incredible journey and explore new things about them they didn't know existed and over and unlikely overtaking a greater evil and thus becoming the best of themselves and so on and so on. And then meeting your lovable characters along the way. Those archetypes have existed from King Arthur to Jesus to Moses to whomever, okay? Uh, and they were just popularized with Star Wars because they were done so well, and now they're done again particularly well in Force Awakens. Hitler. So, right, I'm so... just naming a famous person. Thanks. <laughs> um, the story of Hitler is actually quite intriguing as well. Um, I'd rather be talking about it, to be honest. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Mein Kampf. Right. Tune in next week. Bless you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, but where the Force Awakens mirrors certain elements of uh, A New Hope, I think uh, not only uh, expounds upon those areas, but also makes those things better. Uh, and so, in closing. So, <laughs> so you don't think that the abomination of the the uh, the prequel series uh, helped to boost some of the hype? No, I don't think so at all. No, this wasn't. Th- this is a discussion for another podcast day. But I wanted to pick brains because this has really been bothering me all. And, and, and again, the, the reason why I go back to uh, the reason why I think they don't is because uh, one, they should, and two, uh, for me, I guess I'm basically just on my personal experience. But when I see the prequels, <clears throat> I don't, uh, or I should say, when I see Force Awakens. I don't recall the prequels. See what I'm saying? I think you stand in a class of people that like that have the capability to separate yourself from the pe- the prequels, and I think that's it's it. It's honorable. It's it's very honorable, but I think that the the Star Wars fan base holds them as as true to the story as they possibly can, and so when they were analyzing each of the six movies in anticipation for The Force Awakens, I think that The Force Awakens was accepted bloated because the prequels were so bad and people were like, they returned... 
what J.J. Abrams did by bringing out the original story from A New Hope, and in however close he did it, is what he did. He got people to feel that it was Star Wars. This is Star Wars. And I'm not I'm not trying to make an argument with anybody because I love The Force Awakens as well. Just because I, it it did exactly what I was hoping it would do. Now, The Force Awakens will be justified for me if the correct questions are answered in episodes eight and nine. Mm-hmm. If if it's taken in a direction that I'm not satisfied with with anything that George Lucas could like anything close to what George, any that we think that George Lucas would have come up with. The, the the Force Awakens will fail, and what I'm worried about, like I, I only really started thinking about this because the Phantom Menace was great to a lot of people the first time they saw it. On repeat viewings is when people started discovering that it was terrible. I sure. will say, and I'll I've say seen, this to that: on repeat yeah. viewings of the Force Awakens, I've only heard people's opinions get stronger. Okay, that is yeah. same way. Yeah, I agree. Right. I've seen it four times now. And it wow. gets stronger, and it's awesome. Well, then that's that. That clears a lot of my worry with that one. Okay, but for the audience, think about that for yourself. If the prequels didn't exist, how would you have taken the Force Awakens? Well, just because I mean we've talked about it at length on this show, and I personally about the prequels. What's wrong with it? What needs to change? And I've thought about their place within the whole nine that we're going to, going to end up getting and so on and how they We've destroyed We've talked about it for several it. parsecs. Trust me, I've delved Shut into up, this. At least 12 years. And because I've analyzed it on such a level, I can still like The Force Awakens because of what it is, uh, then I think the prequels don't have anything to, to do with it. I do think that the prequels did have something to do with how they approached the making of Force Awakens. As far as well, we've stepped they stepped away from you know eighty five percent digital effects and went practical on a lot of stuff. Uh, they went back to storytelling tropes mm-hmm. of the old ones. Uh, uh, character and, development, big one for me. Sure, and so and some of those, like I said, thematic elements uh, that mirror a new hope are meant to, like you said, to be like this is start. We're in the Star Wars now. This is the story of uh, the wars. But as much as, as much as uh, those two uh, movies mirror each other, I would argue that uh, you really they just have established a formula of what Star Wars movies are, just as much of they as they've established a formula of what Indiana Jones movies are. Those three four, I guess. With <laughs> the first three especially mirror what, what fourth one? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Those uh, they made a fourth what is, one? Yeah they made a fourth one? That original trilogy mirrors one another heavily. Bond films mirror one another. Heavenly Back to the Future trilogy. Heavenly Heavenly excuse me. Uh <laughs> Heavily, uh, Back to the Future trilogy does the same thing, uh, and I could keep going if I wanted to. You don't have to. And so, join us again next week. <laughs> I'm sorry, this was well, the most been, interesting well, part of your podcast. I, I always say, no, it's not. We had fun today. We talked about sports. Today was a good episode. 
right? We had fun. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You built a freaking PlayStation remote the whole time. Um, we we need to put a picture on there now because now that we've talked about it so much, you should put that on the uh, on the Wall. on the podcast Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. It is at Looks talking. Awesome. It is at talking out to you. It is also our thing on Twitter. Get on there and talk to us. Leave us reviews and ratings on iTunes if you're first time listening, or if it's your hundredth time listening and you haven't done that yet. Get in the get on that bandwagon. Um, join us again next week, or maybe for a bonus episode sometimes later in this week. We're about to do something weird. Maybe I don't know if it's going to work out, so it might just be next week you join us. Not sure what we're talking about next week yet, but. Until then, thank you for listening to us. Talk to us on iTunes and Twitter. Maybe you can be listener of the week next week. And so, as we leave, I would like to say goodbye, Ben. Bye. Goodbye, Adam. Goodbye, Garrett. What? Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye. And goodbye from me, Dakota Rimmer. Thanks again for joining us. And as always... Leave it in. Dare to be stupid. Hey, buddy. Thanks for listening to me talking Weird Al to you. Say, do you want us to talk about you in a future episode? Find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, and let us know what you think about the show. Leave us a comment on any of those social networks, or you can head on over to iTunes and rate us and like us and whatever else you do on iTunes. Leaving a review also helps. Maybe you'll hear your comment or question read in a future listener mail segment. Heck, we might even dedicate an episode to you. If you want people to find out about you, help people find out about us. Also, I'm Dakota Rimmer over there on Twitter. If you want to follow me, that's at the underscore Rimmerverse. Or you can just search Dakota Rimmer. I'm also on Instagram and Tumblr. Thanks again for listening to the episode and for any future correspondence. There, Darren, I changed the outro. Are you happy? Jeez. I love you.